When the original Transformers cartoon ended in 1988, I was sad. Then I discovered the existence of the Japanese Headmaster series, and I was happy! Then I got a hold of some tapes, which weren't in English, and I was confused. What follows are my continuing attempts to make sense of it all, a few episodes at a time. Last time, we ended with the arrival of the Autobot Headmasters. I know this much because I own some of the toys, and I also saw the god-awful American version of their origin story. Somehow, even though I don't speak a goddamn word of Japanese, this version of the whole Headmasters thing makes so much more sense to me. There's no squishy human crawling around inside these robots, just tiny robots. Although, the attachment of the tiny Headmaster to the main body activates a chest display that shows their strength, endurance, and intelligence levels. Uh... Okay, maybe I was a bit hasty with my use of the word sense. Anyway, after we spend a few minutes looking at a Venn diagram, the show resumes doing what it does best, which is fucking insane robot fights. The gargantuan Fortress Maximus scares the piss out of the Decepticon combiners and sends them running. Hot Rod prevents Predaking from forming by driving right into the uniting Predacons. And we get another epic battle of the radio guys, as Blaster and Soundwave face off for a battle to the death. Unfortunately, what this means is that they'll stand three feet apart from one another and just keep shooting until one or both of them explodes. Which actually happens. I guess it's cool that they both actually died, I just wish they'd done it in a way that wasn't horrible. Oh, and then Blaster's death is mourned at Autobot HQ with sad violin music. Because if there's one thing we know about Blaster, it's that he loved sad violin music. This episode opens with the Autobots shouting a lot and making a big deal about going back to Cybertron, I think. Meanwhile, the Decepticons have gathered to listen to a mixtape left behind by the late Soundwave. Oh, and I forgot to mention a running B story of the previous episode, in which Optimus Prime was running around the sewers of Cybertron fighting various monsters that I assume were flushed down Cybertronian toilets over the millennia. He's still doing that stuff, only now he's doing it with the help of his ghost dad, Alpha Trion. Hot Rod, meanwhile, uses his basic vision to fight his way to Cybertron and help Optimus out. Then Hot Rod opens the Matrix again, which is supposed to be empty according to the return of Optimus Prime, because apparently darkest hours are a dime a dozen. And you know, everyone knows my feelings on Optimus Prime, but I can't deny how cool it is seeing both Primes fighting side by side. Then Optimus dies again, which means that in Japanese continuity, he came back from the dead for a grand total of three episodes. I knew I liked this show for some reason. Also, I think Galvatron may be dead. Or possibly not. We begin with a shot of Soundwave's head under glass for some reason. And then we're... treated? To the flashback of the... awesome? Battle between Soundwave and Blaster. Then the Decepticons remember that, oh yeah, we totally know how to resurrect guys, and why were we ever even sad about this? So now Soundwave's back. Apparently, according to the almost no research I've done into this, this is a newly upgraded version of Soundwave. I guess the toy could hold two tapes and he's black instead of dark blue. But never mind all that, what's up with the sinister horseshoe crab from space? Have I mentioned how much I miss doing these things? The electric crustacean from beyond the stars mixes it up in a battle between Triptychon and Metroplex for some reason. Meanwhile, Blaster's tapes, who are sad that Blaster is also dead, have a conversation that seems to last about 16 hours. I assume they're slowly coming to the conclusion that they also had the power to resurrect a guy all this time. Or maybe it's a really fast-paced and incredibly witty banter session. I don't speak this language, man, so I have no idea. Anyway, they do eventually bring Blaster back from the dead, with possibly the worst color scheme of all time. Well, until those Generation 2 repaints, anyway. 
Meanwhile, those amazing battles I love so much haven't slowed down yet. We get fights on Cybertron and Earth, and pairings of teams that I always wished we could see in the American series, but never did. Like Triple Changers versus Triple Changers. Also, I love how they all yell, TRANSFORM! Or, HEADS ON! Every time they switch modes or attach their little Headmaster guy. It makes no sense, and I'd probably hate it if it happened in the US version, but for some reason it's suitably charming and insane here. More fighting happens, and then the episode ends with what I assume must be a brilliant joke at Autobot HQ, because everyone is laughing heartily. Hey, wait a minute. I can't believe I'm saying this, but if we just revived Blaster and Soundwave using, I don't know, magic or whatever, why can't they just bring back Optimus Prime the same way? I mean, I don't want them to. But presumably a million whiny Japanese kids are threatening to jump off a building since he died again. I mean, that's how it happened over here. Oh, and uh, please don't try to tell me what actually happened in the episode. I don't.